Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride Pride the the Podcast. Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. To another episode of Pride the Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Rehab Entertainment, and I am so excited for the episode today because we have an all-female host episode. Bam, bam, bam! I'm so excited. (laughs) So, of course, you have me, your girl Ashley Mitchell, and then we have an OG host, Adam (laughs) Rios. No, (laughs) but I want to be. Okay. You can be whatever you want to be. Yay. No, I'm just kidding. It's Io. I'm sorry. You're like, it me. Yeah. It me. You know, when Brayden's not here. Right. Exactly. And then we have our two special ladies. We have Ashley and Lauren. Ba, 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 ba. How are you guys? Doing great. Happy to be here. Yeah. Love the old women. Yes. I love it. The girl power, the pussy power. I'm feeling <laughs> All it. All of that. it. All the pink goodness. <laughs> so, um, yeah, me and Ashley, Ashley Gilchrist. So we call her Gilchrist, but her name is Ashley. <laughs> or Gilly. Or, or Gilly. Um, or Kira. <laughs> if you're nasty. <laughs> forgot about Kira. Right, yes. But me and Ashley met through working just at Jean George. Just you two, though? No. I, I was I there, am. too. <laughs> I and Ashley. I came from I came up, down from Kochek because yeah. it was summertime. Yeah. And you never looked back. No, I went back to Kochek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That Kochek. I've never been paid so much money Coin. to take off someone else's clothes. Yeah. That's, wow. Like, I did one, one day of hostessing and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got you down got, in the I basement. in the basement. <laughs> That's fine. Just the type. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would hire. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, they would hire, for real. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I definitely said the wrong thing to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, put a pin in that. And then, Lauren, you work with Darrell. Yes. Yes, so. And now y'all have to put it with me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not going anywhere. I've... You know, I have my place in the group now. So. You planted roots. You know, you've been inducted via the Halloween party. Yes. As I y'all. think you all, you all get christened. Was that like your first event with the, the House Halloween, of Heights? Mm-hmm. The cat suit? And yeah. yeah. You know exactly yeah. what you're like, the cat suit. Nobody forgets. It's really yeah, in our mind. Was the Halloween very party. first Halloween party went to, like, I didn't, I don't think I knew until, like, I was, like, in a dress. And I was like. <laughs> you're like, Wait. <laughs> You Everybody either half naked or bloody. Now you know. Now I know. They're always unforgettable. Yes, <laughs> unforgettable. Um, really, I go home before they get unforgettable. <laughs> yes, uh, Io is our resident auntie. I sure am. <laughs> you have several. <laughs> I Me, do. Shantique, Tiffany. Yes, and well, y'all are all different kind of aunties. Aunties. <laughs> <laughs> And what kind of auntie we are you? We should have an auntie's day. <gasps> an auntie party. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't go. Can I go? And sure. <laughs> Tiffany, we also met a JJ. You can be a mom and an auntie. Okay. 
you are an auntie because you're that auntie that falls asleep at 9 p.m. It's so <laughs> true. Oh, my God. Well, I well, usually don't get here till like 8.45, and Gilchrist is like, no, I'm going to stay up because I, I don't ever get to see Io. I'm like, Gilchrist, just go to sleep, girl. Okay, it's fine. Okay, you have a toddler, so like, we get it. I wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, of course. Yeah. I go to work at 7. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I'm like, dude, I'm going to stay up. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Okay, so Ashley, tell us more about yourself. What do you do? How long have you okay. been here? All that jazz. You mentioned you have a three major. Yes. Yes, we do. Well, I do. Um, <laughs> my it's our baby too. Yes. <laughs> It's the House of Heights baby. Yeah, it's kind of a House of Heights mascot baby. <laughs> um, my daughter's three now. Um, she's talking a lot more. Mm-hmm. Has a big attitude and a, a little person. I don't know where she got that from. Uh, I think she got it from her mama. <laughs> a big attitude and a little person? I don't know. Hmm, I've never seen such a thing. Never in my whole but, life. In the daytime, <laughs> um, I'm a certified, well, I've been a certified pharmacy technician since 2013, um, but this past January, I took another exam to become a certified compounded sterile preparation technician. It's a mouthful. <laughs> I was like, that sounds real fancy. So um, what does that mean? <laughs> I basically go to work and like mix drugs all day. Mm, you're um, a pusher. No, yeah, we go inside a clean room and you mm-hmm. know everything's super. So you like wear like the paint suit, <laughs> and the mask, the hazmat suit. Well, I'm wearing my jumper scrubs today, which is it's always a fun thing to do. Um, it's cute, but yeah, it looks fashionable actually. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think I'm like you know. <laughs> Um, we wear lab coats. Mm-hmm. We like gown up with, yeah, hairnet, face mask, and sterile gloves and all that. And then it's into the hoods. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I do during the day. And then other mm. than that, I'm just a mom. Okay. Having fun. But you're not just a mom. A mom's a lot of work. A mom, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not just it. That's you have two jobs. Very true. Yes. Very true. <laughs> Molly is a handful, but she's. A happy handful. She is a very happy baby. Oh, like, yeah. She usually brightens my spirits, so. That's how it should be. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, Lauren, so tell us more about yourself. You work with Darrell, but what do you do? How long have you been here? And all that. So, I've been in New York uh, almost six years in August, but I'm originally from Baltimore, so I still refer to myself as such, even though okay. I've pretty much been in Brooklyn the whole time that I've been here. Y'all but... heard that, how she said Baltimore? <laughs> no tea. No, no tea, tea. Always be. All tea, all shade. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I love living in Brooklyn. It's been been such a rewarding experience for me. I love it. It reminds me a lot of Baltimore. I think what that's why that's turns- so I'm in Crown Heights now. Oh, okay. Um, love that. Shout out to everybody that's in Crown Heights. <laughs> um, Brooklyn yeah. is like a whole different like environment. Yes. I know. It really You've is. You've got like mm, a 25% chance of me going if you're like, yeah, it's in Brooklyn. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, your chances went from like 90 to like 15. <laughs> and for me, it went from like 75. <laughs> right, you were like, I already was on the fence. Ooh. <laughs> 
But it's always a good time. And you if know you, what? If you come down, if yeah. you're willing to take I the train ride. That. Yes. <laughs> Once you time. are there, I've never been like, man, Brooklyn sucks. And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so far. Especially from where you It's either going to so. be a 50 plus like cab ride or an hour plus train ride. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're all the way in the Heights. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a hike. Yeah. <laughs> well, my boyfriend lives in Brooklyn now, so I mean, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure exactly. Okay. But the neighborhood. It's. I think it is Crown Heights, actually. Oh, okay. Oh. So we might be But nervous. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I mean, I like living there because I'm pretty much like $20, $25 Uber ride to anywhere in Brooklyn. So that's like it's very in the convenient. middle. Yeah, yeah, it kind of feels mm. that way. You know, I'm not too far from Manhattan. So okay. it's a good spot for me. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I work with Darrell. Um, I've been there Ooh. pretty much. How, how's that been? <laughs> how are you holding up? <laughs> it's been tough. Yeah, Some you know what? Than we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I know, he's giving me a look, but uh, what, but what, no. What was that? Huh? <laughs> that? There goes that evil laugh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Um, I do tickets and dining all day long, so you know everybody wants. Like she knows to... all the best restaurants. Yes, she knows what's playing. Yes. <laughs> What was the last show that you saw? That is a good question because I do see quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last one I went to was Lion King, oh, um, which obviously is a staple in New York, but yeah. it's such a great show. It's, it's such a great show. One of my favorites. Yeah. And I've been entering the lottery because Darrell has actually never seen Lion King and neither has Adam. Neither have oh, I. Wow. Oh, oh my God. God. I've okay. on my it's worth it. Things, take, take your kids. And I it'll be just yeah. a great yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my God. Amalia would like freak. Yeah. It's so good. I saw it in Atlanta, and then I saw it in South Africa, which was cool because, like, a lot of the jokes, like, that's where they come from. Right. That's where a lot of the accents come from. Right. Oh, I'd love to see that. Um, They speak... Girls trip. At the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so the, they probably understood more of yeah. the show because, you know, obviously yeah, they're it's like, hard it's with the supposed, supposedly down there, like, sometimes. more yeah. authentic. I don't know if it's still yeah. open, but mm. this was a million years ago. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it in New York. Really? Yeah. So I've seen it twice. I saw it once. My first time was actually in Vegas. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I, the first time I saw Chicago was in London. Yeah. And mm. Les Mis, I think. Mm. Yeah, and then I saw it, I don't know how many, when I first moved here, um, one of my friends worked at the Disney store, and so they would always give them free tickets to whatever Broadway. Do you know that when the Disney store was here, mm-hmm. it was not connected um, to, like, the other Disney stores? Like, this Disney store was a specialty store? Mm, yeah. Um, in New York City. Yeah, yeah. that made uh. sense. Yeah, we had two friends, actually, that worked there, and, I, was I mean, they there... actually hated it. But... Oh my god, it was horrible. I was yeah. <laughs> They're Tiana, because I, I met a guy that I was dating a million years ago. I was friends with the Jasmine. Ooh. And she's like, you should come try out to be the Tiana. I was like, the very last size you could be. Because, like, <laughs> no, it's really... I mean... Up. Like, they they hire the actors to fit the dresses mm-hmm. and not make the dresses fit the actresses. It's yeah. super fucked up. Yeah. So, they do that on Broadway, too. Yeah, yeah. Must be musicals. They do that with the Rockets. Yeah, it's a musicals because yeah. I know Charles Barksdale, he would be perfect as the genie mm-hmm. in Aladdin. But he's too short. But he's too short. <gasps> That's so 
Yeah, they they want someone that's like the that's costume. Thing, the man. costume is like for someone who's like five ten, and like, like Charles James, is like five eight and a half. Like or James something. Booked it first. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like that's like the standard. Genie. Charles would be a perfect genie. But you know what? When they go out on tour, sometimes they change it. Like Kinky Boots. Mm-hmm. I knew somebody who played Lola, and he was much shorter than. Yeah. Sometimes they break the rules. Yeah. But. I will say that the the newest show I've seen is Six. And I oh, highly recommend that. I yes, six. that was a great time. I had a friend that let me tag along, so that was really yes. a great experience. I saw it um, opening weekend. So wow, wow. That yeah, was like a long time ago. Yeah, it was. What well, was ago. like pre-pandemic, right? And then they they were only open for like a few weeks. a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. and then well, it, it was shut down. It was the reopening weekend. Oh, I, guess I should okay. say once they started opening again after oh, the height gotcha. of the pandemic, because I mean obviously because they not never out of it. really <laughs> actually got to officially open. They were in previews no, and they then were the previews, pandemic yeah. happened. That's and they had to reopen for previews again and then officially open. Yes. Yeah. So um, I got to see that and it was wonderful. It's way more of like a concert than it is like a traditional musical. Right. Um, and they get really into it. The women are great. Like, yeah, I highly, highly recommend that one. Okay. I've been entering I the lottery. I also look so. into it because like that's something we should probably audition for. Absolutely. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I saw was Cursed Child. Yes, again, I and I went to go see Curse Child because I keep winning the Broadway lottery. I was about oh to say, wow, you've seen a lot of different things. Y'all better get on these lotteries so Ashley yeah. can stop winning them all. <laughs> yeah, like I just enter the lottery, and uh, half the time I'm just doing it for like shits just and giggles. Like, yeah, yeah, let me just like enter for MJ and Tina and all Beetlejuice, <laughs> and then like I keep winning, Getting which is them. great. And uh, we also saw Company. Yeah, we saw Company. Wow. I've I, only ever won one. And really? it was for Dear Evan Hansen when it first came out. I recently saw that too, like yeah. two weeks ago with, with Adam. Are you interested in that play? You know, it's, <sighs> I'm, it's heavy subject mm, material. And I understand why. the criticism it's, of it, that it's as well. It's heavy material, but on the flip side, it's a lot of kind of nonsense. Sure. Uh, it just kind of seems a little... I don't even know the right word without saying the word that I want to say. What's say the, the word you want to say? say? It's kind of a, like white nonsense. Oh. Uh, okay. I mean, that's understandable <laughs> with it being centered on, on a white man and kind of the choices well, that he like makes. Recently, you know, like, didn't they try to cast a black Evan Hansen? And I'm like, they, they did. Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher. That don't make sense because like, a black boy would be doing he, he would be arrested. Yeah, I was like... Okay, spoiler alert, like, Mm -hmm. it's about a show, I mean, about, the show is about a boy who kind of gets roped into this, like, a suicide scandal where, like, this boy commits suicide, and he wrote a letter to himself, but it gets mistaken that he wrote it to the guy who committed suicide. No, that the guy who committed suicide wrote it. Oh, yeah, vice versa. Yeah. And so he lies, and it's like, yeah, yeah, we were great friends, and, like, talks with the family. But he, they did not know each other. They had one interaction where he actually... He bullied him. Yeah. Right before he committed suicide. He bullied him right before he committed suicide, and he took the note that he wrote to himself... And then they found it when he killed himself. So they were yeah. like, oh, you guys were friends. Like, you we wrote- didn't know. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, oh, so we were friends. Lying and- to a grieving family, too. Yeah, he's yeah. lying to a grieving family. And for attention. For, yeah, for attention. And also because he had, like, a huge crush on the guy who Who's killed sister, himself's sister. It, it's just some... <laughs> yeah, as you're hearing the plot, it sounds oh, kind of like, you know, only a white 
family Privileged could like kid would get priv- right i i feel like a, a poc family wouldn't really fit that there's just like that would never happen in a black household or or like a, you know what i'm saying like <laughs> any poc like it just i mean listen i enjoyed the music in the and vocally it was great but outside of that it was just kind of like huh last thing i saw was paradise square and how was that was a couple it was great what's it I about mean, i love um it was about that's a you know that's a good question it, <laughs> it was set in a, no i mean it was set in a time where basically the civil war was going on and mm. a lot of irish men were getting called to war and basically wanting the negroes to mm. go but mm. they were still you know not considered full people or mm. Right. What ha- what have What's you? What's happening right <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> so there was this bar in New York City where they kind of had a, a meld of, you know, marriages and situations going on, runaway okay. slaves, and you know. Was it? Did it get nominated for any Tonys? <gasps> I do it. not know, mm. but it it was the performance awards was and nominations. Fantastic mm-hmm. drama desk. Outer Critics, Tonys. Okay, what is? Um, this also is pending. Best musical, best performance by a leading actress. Mm. Best performance by a featured actor in a musical. Best book of a musical. Best original score. Best scenic design. Best okay. costume. Best lighting. So we got a lot. Co- how come I have never heard this show? I guess I'm not. I feel like there's so many. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I heard of it, but yeah. I just, I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, oh, okay, this is nominated. It just yeah, sounds like I mean, a play that my friends did years ago. Mm. Actually, people don't talk to me no more. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so ex-friends. Right, right, right. Has-beens. <laughs> okay, um while we're on like media like what else have you guys like seen or watched lately oh, i don't know i have a piece of good news like uh-huh. on the tail of, like a of, like bummer news okay not personal oh okay <laughs> you sound so sad about that <laughs> well yeah if you have good news for you then like that would be great no in spain mm-hmm. uh girls as young as 16 are able to um consent to abortions without parental consent consent yeah wow i'm like oh spain gets it great great so the opposite of america i feel like they looked at america when they were like let's not do that Um, i don't understand how we are here right now like how this is what we're dealing with I posted something like three years ago talking about abortion laws, and I'm like, it's wild that it's been three years and we're still talking about the same thing. Yeah, it hasn't been three years; it's been fifty. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I made a post three years ago because that's like when it's like, oh, we're let's like re, yeah, let's like re bring up this like war that we've been fighting for forever. Well, like I think me and Gail Chris were talking about how like mm-hmm. men have always tried to control women's bodies since mm-hmm. the beginning of time, and yeah. like what we do and since how we bear children, yeah, <laughs> since conception. Yeah, um, it's I don't get it. I mean, I obviously it's been in like embedded in our culture for so long that people just feel like this is the right way, 
but we have to evolve as a people and it's just like clearly this is not okay women are not like less than we are equal and you know, we have all... our own set of like things that we need and and no one should be telling us what we should do with our bodies well like what, Warren said uh, it's about control it's yeah. not about concern for children I mean they made all. that, they made that evident all. when I don't know the exact numbers but they um they came they had a press conference and they were like man Joe Biden sucks with this baby um food shortage and then went inside and voted against um like the 28 billion dollar like mm-hmm. they were gonna give twenty billion dollars to that industry to like. I mean, it's not surprising or yeah. shocking. They're like, no, because they're like, y'all don't care. <laughs> you just want people to have babies. You don't care what happens to the babies. Right. No, they don't. It's all about like personal gain and wealth and power. Like they don't actually care about like babies or women or, or the like, health of women health. giving the babies especially black and brown ones mm-hmm. so let's keep that in mind they yeah. die at a higher rate giving birth uh-huh. absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> well anyways let's let's push, let's put a pen in this we'll come back everybody refill their drinks and then we'll be right back with more hot topics all right we're back everybody refilled their drinks and we were talking about the abortion laws and people controlling women's body. I mean, I feel like we pretty much covered it. You guys <laughs> suck. Who everybody's trying to do that, and you can kick rocks. Absolutely. Anybody else have anything else they want to add? Uh, <laughs> I, like, I mean, <laughs> you're like, don't now, get me started. Just, yeah, don't get me started because it'll just turn. It'll turn sour. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I know we were talking in the green room. We were talking about like women in media and how they're portrayed and our feelings on that. I know, Lauren, you were talking about like people in the MCU, you know, Dr. Strange just came out and I know you had some feelings on. (laughs) Wait, do we need to say spoiler alert? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess. I never, I mean, I feel like at this point, mild spoilers knows what the general movie is about mm-hmm. you know and it's very wanda focused mm-hmm. um but i've always had issues with her handling in the mcu and i i think part of it is probably you know getting the rights to the x-men and, and be able to really dive into her real backstory mm-hmm. um i just kind of hate that you know her whole thing is about being in love with vision who's sorry he's not exactly real yeah <laughs> right and it didn't really touch on the fact that like she lost her brother who was a real person so mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I think it would have been nice to see that and kind of just see her deal with some of her past mm-hmm. in that re- regard instead of just you know this thing that didn't really exist i know they had a relationship and i know she had kids but once again they didn't actually exist so it's it's a little muddled <laughs> for me yeah yeah, I hear that. Um, I know a lot of people are like the female uh, characters in Doctor Strange. It was like crazy woman on a rampage, damsel in distress, and what was the other one? Lesbian in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm feeling like it was something You else, know what? She needs a nice too. girlfriend. She needs Amanda a nice Chavez girlfriend. Was in a cage. Am I incorrect? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, oh, lesbian well. in a cage. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I traditionally, in movies where it's just like a mixture of men and women, I never really like the female leads because they always make Actually, her like I liked stupid or, or crazy. Yeah, yeah, they gave they her make, more development. Yeah. 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 They usually make female <laughs> characters crazy 
or stupid or like irrational. Or Captain Saberhole. Yeah, like, you know, damsel in distress, like all of those tropes I hate. Yeah. So like usually I don't like female leads. Every now and then there's one where like if you have if you're smart and you have a good head on your shoulders, like you know, um, or it shows you just having real problems where you're not just like fitting into a trope that I'm like, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's probably why I really liked um, Bridgerton season two, because, you know, <sighs> I haven't watched Julia, it yet. I haven't watched it yet either. <laughs> but, you know, Kate, the, she feels fully fleshed out like she has such a great arc and you can mm-hmm. really relate to her and her struggles with, you know, wanting to do right by her family and also, mm-hmm. you know, trying to understand that she deserves love herself and needs to make her own choices as well mm-hmm. and not just always focus on what's best for her family so i feel like mm-hmm. you know when you do stuff like that it's way more relatable yeah um than kind of being surface level or maybe something where their entire arc revolves around a man which is part of wanda's thing too well, that's yeah like, when you don't have what's that test oh the bechdel test the bechdel test what is that so basically like if two if there's a something they had it has to have two female characters and they have to have a conversation with each other that has nothing to do with a man okay and if a scene like and that happens in your in any whatever your media is a book, mm-hmm. a movie, whatever, then it passes the test. Okay. Hmm. Which I, I feel know. like probably certain MCU things probably don't pass the test. A, a lot of things. Yeah. Which I was gonna say, you were talking about Bridgerton, and I yeah. know you know Shonda Rhimes. Like, obviously, she didn't write it, but you know she Judy produces. Quinn. Yeah, she produced it, but I would say that Shonda Rhimes is good, like, with her shows, like, How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal, where it shows, like, a wide variety of women. It's not just, like, oh, you know, like, the the usual, and so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel, I feel like that's why I don't understand all the Eternals hate, because I feel mm-hmm. like they show so many different types of people and backgrounds mm-hmm. and motivations and things like that, and I feel like the women were respected outside of just being, like possibly romantically linked to the men yeah and i really like that they had their own agency their own motivations um and and the men also respected them in that regard it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like oh this is the woman that i'm with you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah i I never understood the hate for that one because i was like i feel like that was one of the few times it felt exactly probably in terms of eternals though that was like a structural story problem there were too many characters in one. Movie. Well, it's hard That's to introduce problem. ten new characters. Well, yeah. I, I feel like I can't remember why I think this, but I had this idea that like I believe they they started out before the pandemic talking in talks of making it one of the Marvel series. Yeah, there was talks about making yeah. it a Disney Plus series instead. Yeah, so and that would have made more sense because then you could have it could have been like what if and you devote each episode to a character right so that at the end when we get to like the big climax we care right (laughs) (laughs) right that was my issue but yeah yeah absolutely i think it would have benefited from that yeah um so i think they just tried to cram too much in one movie i don't think i think what you're saying about the thing is like one of its good points but there there are other bad points too yeah, and I feel like that's probably majority of them. See, there's the good points and, and the bad gonna, points. And that's where I'm going to keep it civil there because I'm not getting in no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so have y'all seen, you know, they had the Billboard Awards on Sunday, was it? And the whole thing with Kara Delevingne and Megan Thee Stallion. Did y'all see those videos? Um, if I saw yes, cocaine cringe. is a hell of a drug <laughs> for a person. <laughs> It's that. It's that. It's Kara. 
her and Anderson Pac. Yeah, Anderson Pac. He just, he needs to put the the narrative that I came up with with a friend of mine is that that was the first time he had done cocaine. <laughs> and it just it hit him and it was unexpected. And he said, "Wow, this is great." And everyone's like, "No." <laughs> Well, for those of you who are not familiar, Kara at the um, Billboard Awards was like, I don't know, like Megan Thee Stallion was on. She she came like in her face a lot. Yeah, she was in her face and she was like creeping around the corner while she was like on the step and repeat. And then like Megan had this, uh, her dress had like a train. And so Kara was like kind of acting like a PA and like taking the train and like throwing it up, trying to like create like, you know, media shots and stuff. But it was just a lot, and she was in her face, and then there's another clip of, like, them sitting down, and she's, like, in Doja Cat. Doja Cat and Megan the Stallion are having a conversation, conversation and, and she just pops in, and she's, like, nowhere. just, like, hey, oh, my God, Doja, I love you so much, blah, 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 blah. and she's, like, <laughs> jittery, and so then, like, people have been pulling up videos, like, she's, like, rapping in Lil' Kim's face, she's, like, <laughs> trying to lick up Azalea Banks, like, while she's performing, and it's just, yeah, like, that was really... it's feeling a little get out, and it's, like, what's happening, Kara? <laughs> Is the thing is, to get into somebody's skin? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's all of these jokes that, like, if someone's, like, a lesbian in Hollywood, they're just pictured with, with Cara Del- Delevingne because she's, like, mm. America's lesbian, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but... I can think of a lot of people who fit that title. Yeah, it, it's just weird that, like, she does seem to be fixated on, like, black female rappers. Yeah. Mm. And... It's hard to judge because clearly she's just excited and she's trying to, like, uplift. But, like, there's, like, a personal Personal boundaries. Personal boundaries that she's popping. Are being violated. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, girl, put the... Have a seat. Put the book of sugar down. You can show, like, respect (laughs) without doing all that. Like, you can show that you are a fan fan and you love what they do without doing all that. Like, you're, you know... You're invading somebody's personal bubble, as you said. Yeah. So you it's know? Just like, try, try the appreciation sober. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, that's probably, like, the formula that you yeah, need like, to follow. Yeah, like, party a little less, and then maybe, you know, yeah. you react differently. I mean, may, I, it, it does feel like she's kind of like, I want to date a black girl. That's the vibe that I'm mm. getting. Well, and so bro, she's just in everybody's all, face. What's that, what's that black people meet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh she gonna pretend to be black like Rachel Dozel you know, or whatever. Pretend, there are white people on. My dad. Oh really? I've never yeah. like. I was like, my dad was definitely on. Shut <laughs> up for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Absolutely. Your dad tasted he that brown girl- sugar. So he had a never, in never going back. Never going back. And I was like, that's not your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> A dad. Oh. oh, I miss my dad. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Y'all. Okay, any other like women in media, like opinions or things that are going on? The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. Are y'all I'm still not fun? talking about that. You're over it? I'm so, so over it. Over it. Y'all make so a decision and it. you get back to me. <laughs> I, I hear that. I don't care. And also, they're just like, taking up space. They're taking point. up space. They're taking attention away from important things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then such on top as. of that, such as, uh, I don't know. No, we're no, about no to, I'm saying, oh. yeah, we're going to get into all the other topics. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like, like. The, I think my biggest then, fear with this is just like what what it'll say for other domestic abuse yes, cases. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't. We always need to believe victims. You know? Yeah, but in her case, I unfortunately feel skeptical. 
And like, you know, you can blame it on the media or whatever. Um, you can say that it's his PR people, but I just feel like every day we're hearing something nasty and horrible that, that each one did to one another. And like, I don't want to be in it anymore. Yeah. Like, why Why am I in this relationship? <laughs> you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. In like, my life. It's like yeah. watching couples fight, like, in person. Well, and you're like, yeah. I, uh, I was saying earlier that mm-hmm. it's really, to me, you don't know what is going on in someone else's home. But at this point, period. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. And, but that's also why it's, you don't, after all that they've been through in their marriage, you don't know what caused a no. reaction of right. like what one person did, who did what first, and this has been going on for years. Yeah. And now we want to parse through every fight in oh, their good. relationship. Yeah, it's Absolutely just like y'all not. are both toxic. Right. Like, that's the end result. <laughs> it's like I'm not team anybody. I'm team like move on. Move on. Which you really shouldn't be like because I think that's the problem too is like social mm-hmm. media has kind of turned this into like he you know it's a circus says, yeah and it's like and it's also like these opinions like what you're having mm-hmm. you know you may feel this type of way but a friend that has experienced abuse and domestic abuse mm-hmm. is gonna see are gonna see what you're saying like yeah. turning this into a mockery is kind of mm-hmm. you know it's kind but of but i feel like that's like, what um, they're it seems that's what they're doing or that's or, it, or the that, like that's doing what's it being, i mean they put it on tiktok yeah yeah, and just that, like that having brands choice. come out and making jokes about it, it just it kind of I mean it's, it's a poor taste. Yeah, yeah, so. it's kind of like doing both of them and the cause of domestic violence yeah. a disservice. Because I worry altogether. about the, the domestic violence, you know, Part survivors and victims, anybody that's mm-hmm. you know had to deal with that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, seeing what other people are saying and the way that it's being treated. So that's my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't yeah. want to ever have anybody feel you know, a certain way just because they're seeing how yes. they're mm-hmm. treating treating this case. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying, like, this is an inappropriate trial. The fact that yeah. we're not yeah. televising this whole thing is really inappropriate because we're only getting, like, even even with the camera in the... the like, we're reality. getting his side, side, her side, and we're not getting the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's what they say. There's, they say there's... Yeah. Um... Your side, my side, and the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there, so like, there's three sides to every story, and I don't want to know any of the sides of this story. Also, you're That's, not really getting but, uh, like you said, court. You're getting a story. Yeah. You're getting a game. You're getting yeah. a story that the, the lawyers have pieced together. Yeah, and to, to, make, to make their version make sense. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in positive news, Rihanna gave birth. <gasps> congratulations, yeah, everybody! Congrats, Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. I'm like, is she gonna be in the Bahamas with us? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I loved her photo shoots. Uh, oh my she god, just, she, you know, it just felt like a true. She did pregnancy like <laughs> right, at least like visually. Like I loved everything was a crop top, and she's like, I'm not changing the way I dress. Actually, I'm gonna accentuate my belly. Like I loved, I loved it. When she was late for something, and they're like, "You're late." She was like, "No shit." Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's the Rihanna we love. Aww, yeah, she's, so she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> she's such a. Well, so true. I, but I did love when they got engaged. I loved that. Um, did you see that? I don't know what you would call it. It was like something it was like to do a, with Drake or it was Chris like a Brown. TikTok. It was like Drake looking at his phone so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put Tiffany Pollard, Pollard, 
Oh, New York. Oh, New York. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, you think I give a fuck? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the car, like, crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would he do that to me? Shout out to oh, her. Baby. She's an icon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, well, poor Chris Brown and uh, Drake, you know. you, you, you missed out. Yeah, you're right. Dang. More oh, so poor Drake. This is an episode of all about females, and we already can't talk about Rihanna having her baby without bringing up Chris Brown and Drake. Oh, but, you're right. You're oh, right. You, you know, know, we're we're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we're brainwashed too. No, we are. It's like literally, I went on Twitter and Chris Brown was trending because Rihanna gave her yeah. her birth. like. That's, they can't let it go. I just no. hate that she's forever tied to him. I know. Even I, though I they don't because have anything. And again, the, the reason why yeah. is yeah. so unfortunate. It is. Well, I mean, that, and that goes back to what we're talking about, like, the domestic violence, like, when it's, like, exactly. on, in the media, it mm. just ends up getting real messy. Yeah. Really, really, really messy. Super messy. Um, Io, you had brought up um, in the green room about a uterus transplant. I did not bring that up. I you brought that topic to... I, did. I, I have did. never heard anything about that. <laughs> oh, you did, Ashley. I'm sorry. No, you were okay. like, sorry. I was like, what? You were like, you lied. <laughs> <laughs> you put my name on that. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I, I did bring up a uterus transplant. Um... As I scrolled through social media, I saw something about it. But then I wanted, uh, yeah, apparently, I mean, you have been done. I think there have been a few live births. Really? Wow. Wow. I mean, that's just from what I looked up online. It came, it was a, it was a post on Instagram that led to a Google search of a few minutes. Oh, you know, we go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. I think that there have been some successful uterus transplants and it was just an interesting topic i think to talk about at the same time as Mm -hmm. abortion laws being it changed it's weird how those like how that is progressing while it's going the opposite way it's related yeah Mm -hmm. and it's kind of in a a strange way um uh, roughly 100 uterus transplants have been performed in the world including about 30 in the united states I know it's like how have I never heard of this? How have I never heard of this? How come nobody tell me? Mine is <laughs> mine is currently malfunctioning. <laughs> oh, no, no. I am. It's true. It's true. Somebody should have told me. I want a new one. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, it was not broken. Serious. It's just malfunctioning, guys. That's that's why you don't need a new one. I was like, not do you, wanna you want to talk about that? Oh, I haven't. Have I not said that I've had I had uterine fibroids on this podcast before? I don't think so. Oh, I was like, I think we know. Well, yeah, yeah, we know. We but know. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, had them for four years, and they got really, really bad during the pandemic because like I wasn't able to do like some of my treatments. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I was doing, I was doing like holistic things. I couldn't continue them during the pandemic because everything shut down and things progressed worse and like one day I'll tell you the whole long story like I had an egotistical doctor because like there's something about male doctors and y'all were watching a documentary on this who work in the fertility field who have put, a God ooh, put a pin in that documentary yeah remember the <laughs> circle back but and I, had, I, I met a guy he wasn't he wasn't a fertility doctor he was like a vein doctor and uh he was 
encouraged me to do this particular procedure that just wasn't correct for the, the amount, the sheer amount of fibroids that I had. But he was like, he called me days before my surgery and was like, basically, like, if you don't do the procedure that I suggest, you're going to die. Oh. Mm-mm. Or you'll wake up without a uterus and you'll have to have an emergency hysterectomy. Like, what? It was wild. Um, he totally terrified me before I had what was called a myomectomy. But, like, one day I'll tell you the whole long story of, like, how I got. Wow. But the surgery how was successful. How are you now? Yeah. The surgery was successful, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, there are... There are fibroids that are grown back, and it's only, it hasn't even been two years. Wow. It'll be two years in November. So it's like something that will, it will always like. As long as I am fertile, even though this causes fertility problems, mm-hmm. uh, it will be a problem. When I go through menopause, they will magically disappear. What? Yeah. Is it this like. It's just wild, the the female body, but then also, like, the way we treat it and, like, the research that we do and, like, the knowledge and, and the we, lack of knowledge. And the lack of knowledge and the the, the, the unethical way we gained gynecological knowledge. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I can't even go down that rabbit hole because it's... Of course they're wrapping it's up. He's like, shut up. Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, if we take it there, it's going right. to be a lot of... We just don't have time I mean, to go down that rabbit hole. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that would right. take a long okay. time. Okay, well, thank <laughs> you for over. sharing that. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, and we're glad like, you're here today. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll have, we'll sharing your wonderful talks <laughs> about it on yeah. air one day. Okay. All right, well, we'll take a little break. So, again, refill your drinks or your bowls, and we will be right back. All right, we are back. Are your drinks full? My, mine, oh, oh wow. I <laughs> drank mine during the break. Wow. wow. Let me just Ashley's fire. fill that up real quick. All right, now we're ready. <laughs> yes. All right, so keeping on the like women reproductive fertility topics, me and Ashley last week watched the documentary Our Father. I was there. I just don't watch it. Right. Well, you came in towards the end and you were like, I want to watch this From like fully. Like, right, right, right. Lauren, did you see it? I did. And it was a wild experience. It's a lot. So for our listeners who don't know, the documentary is about this doctor who was inseminating women, his patients, Without their knowledge, okay. they were they or were consent. with his yeah. own sperm. with his own sperm, sperm. without their consent. So their consent. Whether they thought it was like through their a husband? sperm bank or through they thought it was their husband, it was his sperm. So he has ninety plus children and counting. And God, God knows how many grandchildren. Yeah, and um, by the way, he is not in jail. He is alive real? and well and living in he Indianapolis. Just paid a small fine. Yeah, he paid a, a small really fine. Small Did he get to keep his medical license? Yeah. I think he had already retired by then, but by the time but, yeah. everything came out, <laughs> but yeah, it was wild. Well, I mean, um, he only got fined for perjury. perjury. Yeah. yeah. It had nothing, he, it had to, the nothing district yeah. to do yeah. with sexual assault. Yeah, because is... they were like, it's technically not rape, and I'm like, it is. It, they did not like give they consent. They did not give consent. It's assault. Yes, it is a sexual assault. Like, yes. that is crazy. And a law and order SVU, like 10 years ago, they called it reproductive abuse. Well, yeah. also, Lauren mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that during the documentary specifically, he 
had the women undress and then he went to go masturbate yeah, to yeah. produce the sperm that mm-hmm. he knew he was going to. Yeah, and then he comes Fred back and he's still like aroused. High. Yeah, he's yeah. still aroused and then he inseminates them. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter if he was like thinking of them while he was doing it. It's like you're still in that state. Mm-hmm. The, the and they don't know. Thing, yeah, yeah, and they don't know. Yeah. The whole entire thing was sexually. My African yeah. mother yeah. is a woman. Absolutely. And I will never, <laughs> after my experience with this like intravenous surgeon guy, um, because he saves women's fertility with what he does. Like they he has a God complex. Yeah. yeah. I will never go to a male anything to do with my fertility. Never. Mm. I hear that. I wouldn't yeah, trust it either. I wouldn't either. Absolutely I, not. Yeah. For a few, a long few years. <laughs> like yeah. Since my early 20s, I have not seen a male gynecologist. Yeah. No. You know what messed me up? Y'all seen the hand that rocks the cradle? Yes. Yeah. I was like, ooh, let me not Actually, get him a... let me take that yeah. back. Until my last surgery that I had. But that was a new doctor. And sort of, actually, out of desperation, we could talk about that. Women of color, health insurance. Yeah. Reproductive issues. One thing I wanted to say before (laughs) we go into that uh, in coats with the documentary is they were trying to figure out why the doctor was doing this. And they speculated that he was part of the cult um, called Quiverful. And their whole thing is that they believe that... uh, it's a branch of the evangelical Christianity that fills large families are a blessing from God. So their model motto is be fruitful and multiply. And that like, that is how you get closer to God. That is like that. But a certain type, but a certain type, because all of the half siblings of this doctor were all white, white, blonde hair, blue eyes. And so scary Aryan Nazi shit. Yeah. And then they mentioned that in the documentary, they were like, was this doctor like some crazy racist, like Nazi who was just trying to like, (laughs) like fulfill like Hitler's dream and like using their moms to do that. And And I was like, that is also these poor children and families who thought that their actual fathers were their biological fathers. And then hearing these kids talk about, you know, my whole life, I felt like I never fit in with my family and all these weird, you know, they yeah. felt the the difference in being like, or everyone the, in my... Yeah, and the, every, or the one, you know, said that she thought her, her dad was her biological mm-hmm. dad. And then when they found out that he wasn't, you know, her dad was like, you took everything from me. Yeah. Because, you know? like, I thought this was, you know, That's so the sad. child that I so helped sad. create. And I, yeah, a lot of broken families. I mean, I had to and take I'm a pause sure, during yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sure they still also, in the same sense, feel like, well, I'm still your father. Right. But of course. That is crushing. That they feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But That's you never so know. Crushing. Some people can't recover from something like that. Yeah. yeah, he caused a lot of damage, and he's not remorseful at all. He was and like, "I thought I was doing the right thing." Also, mm-hmm. an autoimmune disorder that he yes, oh, that he was passing along. Yes. And- it's just like so even if he along with his religious theory yeah it was like even if he went through genetically proper channels he would have been denied as a sperm donor yeah and like you're a doctor so you know this so it's just like there it it, it just as you're watching the documentary it just kept getting worse and worse and it's just like oh my god this is so sad i don't know if i'm gonna do that one 
mental health. I mean, it's a it's a good watch as far as, like, being informative and just, like, shedding light on it. But it is a little, like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah. I mean, I had to watch it in two parts. Because I had to take sinister. a break. Because it, it, yes. it, really, it really hurts you. Especially so as a woman. I was complaining you know? about how the last two documentaries I watched weren't dark enough. Mm. We talked about the the Abercrombie and Fish one. one yeah. We watched that as well too. <laughs> okay, but we all kind of knew. I like, that one yeah, right. I know. I love how they're I mean, like that's kind of a sinister place. In this documentary <laughs> that they're racist. It's like uh, uh-huh. right. we all grew up. We know. Yeah, we walking knew past they, Abercrombie. Yeah. It's like we knew they were racist inside. and fatphobic and all that. Like, right. Like I mean, yeah. yeah. That this is not news to us. I couldn't. Like I wanted them to find out. Yeah. Neither could I, and I wasn't big. Yeah, <laughs> their biggest they size was tiny. like a size four. Yeah, six, and extremely expensive for what it was. Yeah, for just, for just like jeans. Corey Cor was fine enough to work at Abercrombie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they they wanted my brother too. I hate, now look, I don't want to. I don't want to crash this lady's party. <laughs> But yes, Corey's, it was my first job, so unfortunately. Sexy, but, but look, but if you watch the documentary, they had me in the back. They had oh, me in the back. Because they, they, they had, just to just sidetrack, they had two things. They had something called Impact, which was people of color talk usually about that, that the, work in the back. In the and then they had models. And I got to do both. I got to do a little oh, bit of both. Oh, she's so special. I, but, I, but I mostly worked in the back because Corey, I am very single? black. <laughs> uh, Corey, are you single? I'm very single. And Corey ready to make fine and single, y'all. <laughs> back to it. Back to it. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> well, that was wild. Yeah, I, digress. I wish it. Yeah, I digress. So. I just wanted there to be like a cult, or I wanted. I, wanted, I love cult documentaries. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, people like murder documentaries. I, just I love cults. darker. Mm. Oh my god, have you seen that SNL? Yes. <laughs> like murder doc, murder doc. Murder show. Murder show, murder show. <laughs> So um anyways on a more positive note we do have a mother ashley is a mother of a three-nager and so <laughs> um bringing positivity to it what is your like favorite part of being a mother i know you always wanted to be a mother like since i met you you were like i'm about to have a baby and i'm like <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like all right so let's go but, <laughs> you're like, but who are you dating right that's not what i said right right <laughs> well I would say my, I mean, this Mother's Day was actually the first Mother's Day I spent without Amalia. Yeah. Um, And originally my plan was to go to Washington, D.C. to protest with Operation Stop CPS. Mm. Um, But my plans got derailed for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say at this point, um, my favorite part about being a mom is... Um, being able to get to do it in a way that's different mm-hmm. than the stereotypical, I guess, like house mom, housewife. I mean, I work, I'm basically a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, not basically, but, you're a single mom. Right. <laughs> I mean, she still, she does have a, her, her dad in her life, um, in the capacity that he's involved, but I spend the majority of my time with her when I'm not working so I enjoy getting to experience um being a mother like in today's times where Mm -hmm. you can kind of like do it your own way and I like exploring with her and I bring her with me to do almost 
you know everything age appropriate things yeah right. but like going to museums it's like I don't really dumb things down for her I want her to to experience like the real world yeah <laughs> I was like I like going on even through COVID going on bike rides and trips places and mm-hmm. just kind of so I got a question what do you do when she does something naughty but it's like super funny but you know if you laugh I've been here at moments where she's she does just something. gonna do it again <laughs> I mean we all have those moments with uh, I mean it depends really on the situation I think I separate especially because what I went through with my ex a lot of things into just is this a safety concern mm-hmm. or is this just like my feelings about something like I think that's where I draw the line or do you just be like yeah I mean I laugh it I I think I let out a laugh (laughs) there have definitely been times Amalia's been been over here and she's done something not anything crazy but like something that you should be like don't do that but the way she does it or how she says it is super funny and you're like even though she (laughs) can't really talk all the way yet she jokes like yeah. she plays people, she knows. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> she first does. of all, she's she plays Darrell every she time she comes here. Yes, Darrell. She has you know beef. what I love? It's Darrell real has beef. Left the room, and he's gonna come back and hear this later. And the beef started with the with the chair. Yes, last M- Mother's last Day. Mother's Day. When we went to brunch, Amalia uh-huh. pulled out her own her pulled out her chair. She was getting ready to climb up and get sit on it. And Darrell just came, sat in the chair. Sat in the chair. And it was beef. Yeah. <laughs> it, did not, it didn't get settled until about two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah it took about a year. <laughs> and I'm like, again, where does she get this from? I don't know. <laughs> Holding grudges. Ashley. <laughs> but your name's Ashley. Who? Um, Gilchrist. <laughs> That's the last name. <laughs> No, yeah, the beef is real, it. and it, it's so funny because oh God, she really so plays Darrell. Like I'm she not comes in, lie, I may encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when she really couldn't talk, the whole ignoring him, and then hey Adam. Yeah, we're like yeah. Ama- some of Amalia's first words. Yeah, were, literally, hey, hey Adam. Hey, Adam. We were like, what? I didn't know you knew his name. <laughs> Blatant disrespect. She was like, oh, that other guy's here. Hey, Em. Rudeness. Petty. Petty. Favorite part of being a mom. I'm like, a mom. Is watching her be petty. Yeah. She's like, I'm so proud. Well, I love that. Well, I hope to be (sighs) a mom one day. Um, You know, I'm... 30 something years old and you know um, let's not play that game we're not gonna play the game i just i i gave you a category okay yeah. uh, i am i am a third something 30s. woman and you know i ain't got no man or potentials but i do want to have a child and so you know you got a woman huh you got a woman no man no woman no nothing oh no no nothing single <laughs> it's just me everybody's single except gilly yeah Oh, oh, are you so? I'm, I'm single too. <laughs> You're like, wait, I was just making an assumption. Because you know what? All of my friends who do have someone, like, have brought them up at least as many times as I've met with Lauren. So yeah. I, <laughs> she had brought nobody up. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's rough in these sure. streets, man. Like, it's it rough is. in these streets. First of all, we outnumber them, particularly if you're, if you're like, looking for a stupid cis human. <laughs> <laughs> You're still and interested in those. Right. They're male. They're dumb. 
Pretty much. Listen. Pretty much. I'm but like, not you know, mine. that's why you have to widen the dating pool. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's roughly street. But I don't know. It's been that way. I don't know about how it's, like you guys all feel, but like I just I really can't do the dating apps anymore. Nope. Can't do I, it. I, I can't either. either. I can't do it. But, I feel like most are just looking for. But a in this too, day and age, so. where that's how everybody meets someone, what where do you go to, to meet people? It was exacerbated it's, also by COVID. Yes, sure. it was, and so it's just like you know, I just feel like we've been handed like a shit stick, and it's like, what do I do? Side note: yeah. I would say I did meet my boyfriend again on via app. app on the apps. You know, I, I feel like on, on the social apps, skill that but, I do not have. But it was also, I did not waste any. It was like, yes, please, hello, this Friday, boom, we met. But who was driving it? Both of it. It was just, Mutual. when are you free to go on a date? And okay. it was this Friday. That's and then we went on this that. date. So it wasn't really... And then I think he tried to call me. I was like, I don't talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk on the phone either. either. I, I hate it. I'm a hot texter too. I'm like, after I met you, yeah. I was like, it's not you. I just, it's just I, like I feel like I talking on the you. phone is very like <laughs> personal. It's intimate. intimate. It's personal, and it's just like if I don't know you, it's awkward. Like. Yeah. I don't want to make small talk on a telephone. I guess the point is, though, but also don't make small talk via text when you don't know someone really. Yeah. So it's like app dating for me works when you just meet the person yeah. and take it from there. So yeah. Even but though then I have her to weed through the crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, like a lot I of don't people want to just meet too. anybody. If people lie. Like, yeah. Bring pepper spray. I'll, I try to look photos. for context clues, like little things to let me know if they're crazy or not. And like, a yeah, lot of people yeah, but you can't crazy. find that on um, oh. on online. Yeah, find or what? in person. You remember that crazy guy in my building who wanted to go camping with me? And yes. I, do you yeah. want to go I camping? I remember that with, with Amalia. Abs- absolutely that was not, so long sir. Ago, wasn't it? <laughs> was it, like one. it was. It it was. Do you? Why do you want to go camping with me and my <laughs> toddler daughter? Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Never yes. Do I want to go camping? Yeah. And never. No. Oh. no, I don't. And you had an axe. No, you would have been. A lifetime movie, actually. yeah. Like, sounds, yeah. No, but no, yeah. Ashley so, would have made us a lifetime movie because it would have been right. It would have been a whole adventure <laughs> thing. Like, but anyway, my point was, I said, color, right. So nobody else was looking behind. Right. Ass. <laughs> right. But also, you know, I would never be caught in that situation. How about that's that? A, that was some crazy. I was like, no, sir. I'm no, <laughs> no. I think I just also and prefer to, to meet people the old-fashioned way. Yeah, and I, I think, too. And I just like think somewhere that's, common places of interest. Yeah, and like if we have like, you know, like maybe uh, an acquaintance in common or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't so know. So what Lauren's saying, y'all, is hook her up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, please. Hook Look at I'm a Pisces. Like, I am okay. open to, you know, I don't want any bullshit, but like and I'm open-minded. Another green oh, flag. See, that's the other thing. The older I get, the less open-minded I am. Well, but green flag, uh, you my, know it, yourself it better. Let's yes. let's start reframing yeah, it. Like, you know yourself better, and yeah. you can That's see the red flag part. sooner. Yes. yes, and so it's just like I'm open minded to things that maybe I was closed off to before, but then I'm closed off to things that I was open minded to. Yes, right. exactly. It just shifts. Exactly. Maybe I mean a man who goes to therapy. How about that? Hallelujah. Shh. I mean, I'm and like you said, avoid the cis like, men. <laughs> <laughs> avoid right. the cis people. <laughs> yes, but if you want, 
Because mm-hmm. it is mental health awareness month. It is. I'm not going to say, but if you want to have a child, unfortunately, the inexpensive way, then you're stuck with cis men. Yeah. 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 The like, other ways are expensive. Yeah. No, it is true. It is. Before it I is. got pregnant, I was definitely looking, looking into looking into freezing my eggs. But then I was also looking into going to school for the next six years to pay. Like, to pay the, for well, I, 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 I then need to be a doctor because I have, have to, to pay for a nanny. Right. I have yeah. to pay to do this procedure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do it multiple times because well, I'll be like almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was a Freezing whole. Freezing your eggs, you don't, you're not just paying to freeze your eggs. You, you pay, pay for to storage. store them. Monthly. No, I, pay, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. You're like, <laughs> I did the research. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I think I have the luxury then, or I don't know what the word is for it, to, to avoid cis men, because I'm like 90, 99% sure I don't want to have kids for a multitude of reasons. That's yeah. fair. That's um, true. So I think that, you know, I'm, that, that's that broadens idea. my horizons a little bit in that way. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I mean, good. I think that's great that um, I commend you for not feeling the pressure to have children, because they, it's just kind of like expected, like, oh, you're a woman, you're a woman of certain age, like... Where's the kids? Yes. And it's like, they're not coming. Like, yeah. I, and it's my choice. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's that great. Out of this, because, you know, that's another control issue. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. It is. It Wanting is. women to have kids in the first place, expecting that. At right. a certain age. Everyone. Especially, like, when you said you're 30-something. Yeah. That's the, about the age where they're like, okay, where they're at. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> your clock is ticking. Oh, so disrespectful. Oh my God, yeah. one day I'll tell you the story of, like, when, like, the exact moment that I my clock kicked in it was in whole foods on 97th street we'll talk about it one day okay put a pin in that put a pin in that (laughs) (laughs) well i mean is there anything else you guys want to talk about we've kind of gone through everything the whole gamut i mean i do want to say i do want to say um you know our condolences go out to the families yes uh of the buffalo massacre because that's wild. I think that's a whole. You guys, that is a whole, a whole episode. episode. But definitely, want to send out our condolences and and support to everyone that was affected. Um, it's. I have to be careful about how deep I dive. Me personally, because like when the like George Floyd stuff happened, like I really got into like a deep depression where I was like crying all the time. And so like, I can't like, I want to of course stay aware and give my respects, but I have to kind of like limit, I have to protect like my mental state because it really, really weighs heavy on me. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you know, like, uh, Darrell had actually saw the raw footage and I'm he good. was like, I'm not going to send... I was like, please do not... I'm, I do not want to watch it. I don't. I can imagine my imagination is good enough, and it's... it's. I haven't even read enough for to imagine it. Um, I'm, I'm good. I know it is enough information yeah. for me. We're all going through, like, a kind of grieving still mm-hmm. from every past time mm-hmm. a trauma like this mm-hmm. has happened Which is to like the daily. BOC community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know and it's, it's not even like the ending. top, you know, story anymore. It's not because no. it just happens so frequently, which is really shooting? sad. There were several over there, that. It's so yeah. frequent yeah. Yeah. you can actually kind of not keep up. Yeah, so crazy. which is like you would have to actively like heavily yeah. mm-hmm. 
like, it does. You don't realize like how much trauma you're trying to process mm-hmm. and, and then like, still just get up and, and then just go to work like, and yeah. live your yeah. life despite all these horrific things it's, happening it's, around you. Yeah, it's really disheartening. We need, so. a, we need a change new needs to happen. Note, a what? You tried to end it on a good note and then we ended up. I know. Well, change is coming. Change is coming, <laughs> and you know what? Like women are so resilient and. We have no choice but to keep on moving, keep on trucking, get more powerful. And yeah, I know we're taking two steps forward and one step back, but we are moving forward. Like, you know, what? It's not us stepping. No, because we're trying to end up positive and I was feeling very negative right there. So I'm going to be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> well, I also think there's a lot of ways that you can help, you know, yes. and I think there's a lot of organizations that you can look into and, mm-hmm. and donate to and, and learn about and understand what their fight is. Cause there's been a lot of people that have been, you know, they may not be in the forefront. They may mm-hmm. not be constantly in the news or they may not be the ones that you know about, but there are people out there mm-hmm. that are trying to, to be the change that they hope to see, you know? You're right. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's just Google it. There are so many ways that everyone can help. <laughs> Definitely, I plan to be out out this summer. Yes, <laughs> out you, out, out in the you. streets. Out you. Oh, that's I we mean, can end positive. Saying, yeah. Anybody have any summer plans that they're looking forward to? Be in the streets. <laughs> 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 they're calling. Uh, Hello. Willingly or not willingly. The streets are definitely calling you, Io. I am They're so not sorry. Me. Oh, they I are. Think they are. You're I not picking do. up, but you will eventually. I, my phone must be on silent. <laughs> Mine's on night mode. Well, even if I put my phone on silent, I'm gonna hear Durrell like <laughs> the streets. You already know. You already know. You already know. Well, Anybody we are scared of Durrell. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely you should be. <laughs> <laughs> you love us. He loves me the most. Actually, he loves Ashley the most, but me second. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the Molly the most. She always, <laughs> she always needed a rich gay uncle. Good <laughs> job. Hey. Thank you. No, seriously, this has been a great episode. This has been so much fun. We are better than The View. I'm just going to say it. Shots fired. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Anyways, I want to wrap it up. Um, Ashley was never heard from again. (laughs) (laughs) This is my last episode. And day on earth. It's been great, everyone. That's okay. I came for the beehive that day. Y'all remember? You no. did come oh, from wow. the beehive. I'm surprised the swarm didn't get you. Most people were like, You still have an account? You what, like bullied off the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I had to block everybody. <laughs> I think I saw a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, well, you survived. I survived. It was fun. That's a documentary. Right there. I, I like, I don't, I won't actively like poke a hive again. <laughs> but. Unless I have to. I mean, you said what you said. How about this? If she don't, don't repeat act, it. If she don't act, <laughs> I won't poke. If she don't act, I won't poke. I feel like that's a good. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. That's fair. I think that's I'm fair. not. Everybody's aware by now the issues. Ios opinions I are her own. I won't. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Now she's like, I am not affiliated with these opinions. I hear the beehive coming. I can't. Anyways, um, if you guys want to reach us, talk to us, you can reach us at pridetheseries at gmail.com or you can visit us at pridetheseries on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. And then I, Ashley and Lauren, tell everybody find me. where they can find you. I'm Fabulous Spinster. Um, just type that in. You'll find me in... <laughs> I don't have Facebook. What's that? I've never had a Facebook account. Um, You're a unicorn. That I do have their younger brother Instagram and their step cousin uh, Twitter. Twice removed. Twice removed. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the Fab Spinsta. Yes. Um, I have Instagram as Rubina NYC. Um, I also have links to my other pages for Amalia and my business and other personal page coming mm-hmm. later this year. But yeah, Rubina NYC. All right. And, <laughs> and then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Bicey Mexican. So. Oh, I love the name. <laughs> All right, ladies. It's been real. It's been fun. That's a cough, so let's wrap this up. Oh, okay. All right, everyone, we are going to wrap this up because Io has to cough. So we hope to see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.